At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Right, here we go, everyone. Good afternoon. Welcome into the show. It is Betting Across America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchett, your host, live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Your other host, live on the East Coast, Boston, Josh Applebaum. Josh, how are you today? Rich, I'm doing great. Happy Wednesday, my friend. And hey, uh, NBA is now over. We got a lot oh. to digest from yesterday, Pritch. But uh, can you believe it? Only 50 days until the NFL opener here. So uh, we'll talk about, obviously, some opening lines here, some futures. We got to talk about last night's game. Uh, Pritch, you know, we got our under 222. That's if right. you noticed under. after the show, <laughs> that under came up big and uh, didn't have to sweat too much there. Right. Remember, after the show, it actually got down to 220 and mm-hmm. a half. So that was a great move. Also, the Suns, you know, plus five, down to four and a half. There was movement there to the Suns. And Pritch, I was just hoping and praying that, and I had the plus five there. I was hoping and praying that that Devin Booker, with that kind of meaningless three at the end, if he nails that, uh, we lose by four and we cover that number, Pritch. But uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. But overall, just a great NBA Finals. You got to tip your cap to Giannis. I think the big takeaway for me, Pritch, is that you don't have to team up and make a super team. You don't have to get all your buddies together and go to a new destination and just team up and and make it the easy way. Uh, I take a a little blame for that. My Boston Celtics in 2008, (laughs) it worked for me. But uh, I would just say, Pritch, it's great to see a small market team and a team that drafted well and Mm -hmm. developed and didn't go the easy way out. It took eight years. It took a very long time. But you tip your cap to a small market club that won the lottery drafting Giannis 
but did it the right way over time. They had some bumps and bruises along the way, uh, but you tip your cap and say, hey, to Milwaukee, Chris, there were 65,000 people outside screaming, going nuts. Yeah. You got to feel good for uh, for for Bucks fans today. Uh, yeah, I got relatives in Chicago, Milwaukee area, so everybody's going nuts up there. Cousins, uh, everybody's happy. Uh, 1971, last time they had a championship like that. So, uh, you know, Giannis, a lot about him as he's the MVP. Uh, congratulations, I think Dave Ross, what plus 500 right there, uh, who's hosted some shows here on the network. Uh, and so, a lot of people might have looked at the Bucks too when they were down 0-2, a chance to get on the Bucks, not from a series standpoint, but from a Giannis uh, standpoint. The MVP because of that value right there. Uh, so he had a performance for the ages in game six. Uh, Josh, incredible, incredible performance. But yeah, I'm going to uh, uh, follow up with what you said, though, because what he was talking about uh, in terms of winning in this market, winning for the team that drafted him. Remember, though, he wanted some help. And uh, the Milwaukee Bucks went out and got him some help. Drew Holiday. Uh, P.J. Tucker, I mean, they they went out and made some moves. I mean, he wanted to sign that max deal, but he still wanted some help. He still wanted to see the front office do some things. And uh, it's no different than any other person in his position to try to flex that leverage. Uh, but it paid off, though, for the Bucks because they got the right pieces. Uh, it came together, like you mentioned, with Middleton and with Giannis. Uh, now they have a championship. Totally came together. And again, it's just awesome to see a small market club like Milwaukee hoist the title. But uh, I'm right there with you, Pritch. You know, uh, Giannis signed the next deal, but I mm -hmm. think he really pushed ownership and management to make some moves. You know, really, it, when you saw when the, uh, you know, the ceremony there when they're getting the NBA title, who's the, the first two players that uh, Coach Bud and everyone congratulated? It was Giannis, but also Middleton. Right. And Giannis said, Middleton was the guy. They've been through the wars together, the ups and downs. Uh, it was really those two. But the key was really Drew Holiday, you know, giving up, what, what was it, three first-round picks, Pritch? That was a lot of capital that took to bring in Holiday. But he ended up being the missing link here. And also, you talk about, you know, the only one happier than the Bucks today is our colleague Dave Ross because <laughs> he hit that plus 500. And I think, you know, the goal there when you're betting futures and you're betting these series, obviously they fluctuate each game based on each result. But really the opportune time to get down on the Bucks and Giannis was it's obvious here, but right before game three, when they were down 0-2, the Bucks were plus 375 to win the title down 0-2. Giannis was plus 500 uh, to win the NBA Finals. Both of those both of those things end up happening, mm -hmm. Pritch. But here's another one. After going into game three, the exact series outcome, Bucks winning 4-2, was plus 1,200. Wow. Did anyone anyone listening, did you get a plus 1,200? If you did, you're feeling great today. And then just real quick, Pritch, uh, if we look at the entire postseason as a whole from a betting perspective, mm -hmm. some interesting numbers. It was a chalky playoffs. You had right. favorites throughout all the playoffs go 54 and 37 ATS. That's a 59.3% win rate. You'd be up around 15 units overall. And that's big. Regular season, favorites were about 51.4%. So favorites went up 8% in the playoffs. It was a good chalky playoffs if you took these favorites. And our favorite system uh, overall, Pritch, was that short favorite minus five or less. Those mm -hmm. teams went 37 and 21 ATS, 64%. Uh, and then totals, kind of right down the middle, slightly to overs, 46, 43, and two. Right. But really the story to me was the Bucks. Giannis and favorites throughout the playoffs. They had, they were they were just fantastic. Yeah, they were. I got some questions for you, Josh, because I'm um, getting more experience with this sports betting thing. Uh, it's betting across <laughs> America, and we are presented by BetMGM. I'm Mike Pritchard, your host, live from Las Vegas. Uh, your other host, Josh Applebaum, is live from Boston. Uh, so we got odds for the NBA championship 2021-2022. Uh, before we get to those, I, I did have some questions for you because uh, when you look back at the fact of the value that was on the Bucks when they were down 0-2, uh, I mentioned to myself and to others, the audience uh, doing the show that day, that I've seen this movie before. 
Uh, and it plays out that way, where we've seen this movie before. Now the ending was the same as it was against the Nets, although this time the Bucks win the championship. So, uh, you know, as a, as a casual better, Josh, but somebody who's done very, very well with their bankroll because of people like you and listen to our experts here, how do, I mean, I got to get myself to, uh, you know, pounce on those hunches or pounce on um, what I think or, or be more confident with what I'm actually witnessing out there. Yeah, it's a great point by you, Pritch. So there's no easy answer. I mean, sports betting is hard. If it was easy, yeah. we'd all be millionaires. You know, the books would go bankrupt. We know that's the sure. exact opposite. So you got to remember, you know, anytime you have a bad night in sports betting, remember, this market is really, really hard. It's hard to beat. That's what makes it satisfying when you're able to cash a play because you, you have to overcome the juice. You have to overcome incredibly sharp lines uh, that the odds makers set, who are the, you know, the wisest, uh, sharpest guys in the room here, Pritch. Mm -hmm. But I think one thing that I would keep in mind moving forward is just recency bias. You see this a lot. Uh, anytime something happens, the public will really just say, oh, it has to happen again. It's really kind of when you go against the grain and have that contrarian mindset. And again, would anyone predict that, you know, down 0-2, the Bucks come back and beat the Nets. Down 0-2, they come back and beat the Suns. I mean, you no one has a crystal ball. These these things are impossible to predict. Yeah, but, but plus 500 is... on MVP finals. So <laughs> that's somebody's crystal ball right there, though, right? To be able to catch that ticket. That was yeah. our buddy Dave Ross has a crystal ball, so he keeps that thing locked up tight. But uh, you are right, Pritch. To me, it's about value. If you okay. notice value and you think that, hey, this, you know, again, if you feel like you're getting a better number um, than what, or but you're getting a better payout than what the true odds should be, then to me, that's a situation where you get down. But uh, again, don't overreact to down 0-2. You know, again, if you bet the Suns when they were down, when they were up 2-0, you kind of were late to the party and mm -hmm. were getting a bad number. It's all about going against the grain and really trying to think through your through your mind what are we seeing through this series and i think the another big thing is like there's such a discrepancy home versus road pitch we right. oftentimes see a team go up 2-0 at home you know it, it's volley serve it's tennis it's back and forth and it really doesn't start until someone wins a road game uh, which is what we saw uh in that game what was it game 5 in phoenix mm -hmm. when uh the bucks had as what were they a four point dog they won outright so don't just get locked into Hey, let me take the favorite. Let me take what's supposed to happen. Look at the value and kind of think through maybe a buy low opportunity. Because if you do, and if you did in this NBA Finals, if you got Bucks plus 375, you got Giannis plus 500, uh, those are legendary bets that you were able to cash last night. Okay, so we do have uh, BetMGM Futures here, NBA Championship 2021-2022 season. Uh, keep in mind that this season just ended July 20th. Uh, right, right around the corner in terms of the next NBA season. So here's the odds. The Nets, no surprise, plus 225, Josh. Lakers plus 450 without any transactions there. Uh, the Bucks plus 800. So there's some notable free agents, player options that are out there. Uh, Kawhi Leonard, uh, Chris Paul, uh, to name a couple right there with player options. Uh, DiVincenzo, though, was not with the Bucks. He was injured. So how, Bucks could the, how good could the Bucks be coming back next year when you add a player like that? I was a little bit surprised, to be honest with you, Pritch. Plus 800, that seems a little high to me. I think there could be value there. Obviously, you know, repeating is very, very difficult to do. You get climb the mountain once, it's hard to do it again. Uh, but Giannis is only 26 years old. Mm -hmm. You're bringing back your core. You're bringing back Middleton, Holiday. You great point by you, Pritch. You lost even Chenzo. He's coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, so uh, to me, a repeat opportunity, plus 800, that makes sense. But I think what you're seeing with a good number there is just the respect the books have for the Nets. You know, the Nets are plus 225. That's the big three going into year two. Obviously, these players are getting older, but still, they had kind of, you know, tough breaks with injuries. These guys who have been pretty, you know, Kyrie's had his ups and downs with injuries. You know, Durant was out for a bit. 
Uh, but Harden's been a pretty healthy guy his whole career. Uh, he had some issues. I think that just shows with the Nets going into year two that the books are still uh, respecting their talent. And if they can stay healthy, it makes sense that they're the favorite. To me, there's not much value there, just at a, right. a low number. I would look to two teams, Pritch, aside from maybe a Bucks repeat chance. I'd look at the Lakers plus 450. Um, you know, maybe that early exit benefits them a little bit because they're going to have a longer offseason than they're used to in terms of recovery, mm -hmm. uh, in terms of getting LeBron. Obviously, LeBron's getting older, but Anthony Davis getting him right. I wouldn't uh, dismiss a big move that they could make to try to bring in some reinforcements there. The other one is the Clippers, 18 to 1, Pritch. I think the Clippers showed you a lot this year. Yeah, they didn't make it to the championship, but, uh, you know, Kawhi goes down, Paul George puts them on their back. That's a team that if they can keep that core and if you get Kawhi back healthy, I think at 18 to one, that's a number that intrigues me. But uh, Pritch, what do you think? I, I'm, I'm also saying, hey, it's too early to bet these numbers. Let's see what happens with trades. Uh -huh. Does Damian Lillard get dealt? What happens with the draft free agency? But it is interesting and kind of fun to see how the oddsmakers view next season, even though it's still far away. I know. I, so looking at the Clippers, 18 to one, uh, Kawhi Leonard has a player option. Um, will he opt out or, or will he sign a max deal, go back to the Clippers? I mean, a lot to determine right there, but certainly uh, Kawhi Leonard's interesting, <laughs> though, for the Clippers. Uh, uh, before I pounce on 18 to one, I think I want some clarity right there. I mentioned uh, Chris Paul with a player option as well. Uh, looking further down on the list, though, Josh, I wonder what the Mavericks are going to do uh, in the offseason. Same thing with the Nuggets. Uh, they have the uh, regular season MVP there with Jokic. Uh, so you want to see what they're going to do as well as the 76ers. I'm curious about uh, some teams here. So not ready to pounce. Uh, I'm surprised that the Hawks, though, are 35 to 1. Uh, they gave the Bucks a run for their money until some injuries uh, took uh, place. I was just going to say that, Pritch. That 35 to 1 with Atlanta uh, seems like a pretty decent number because, again, you're going into Trey Young another year in the league. We saw what he was able to do, uh, you know, throughout the playoffs, you know, putting the team on his back, taking them pretty deep, no, mm -hmm. much further than anyone would have expected. Uh, let's see if they can make any additions. You also have, you know, McMillan going into another year, knowing that team even better. Uh, the Nuggets are a team you mentioned that intrigues me because you're going to get Jamal Murray back from injury. And right. Jamal Murray. We all know that uh, when this guy gets going, I mean, remember, you know, in the bubble last year, he put the team on his back and he was just incredible going back from a pair of three, one deficit. So you still have the MVP Jokic, you know, you bring back Jamal Murray, they could make some moves out West and Pritch, I got to say it just because you work with me and it all comes back to Boston. <laughs> of course. What about my Celtics? Yeah. For, Where are they? My Celtics, 40 okay, to one. 40 they, to had one. A, they had a really down year last year. Obviously, you bring in a new coach, Udoka, who we were able to get that prop bet, which was nice, Pritch. Mm -hmm. uh, I remember we cashed it on the show. That's, that's one of the best, uh, one of the best live line uh, winners you're ever going <laughs> to find. But um, to me, Tatum taking the next leap. Right. Uh, you know, Brown was hurt. He'll be back. And, and I think bringing in some veterans could very could really help them. Bringing in, you know, a guy like Al Horford and maybe having uh, not as many of the young guys running running the show. Some good veteran leadership. Can they make any moves? I think I think it's good a good spot to maybe buy low on Boston. Even though they may not win it all, that mm -hmm. number seems pretty juicy. Yeah, I mean, so no, notable free agents, Josh, Mike Conley, Kyle Lowry, uh, DeRozan, he's going to be available, uh, Oladipo. I mean, there's some players that could help out the Celtics right there. So I think you got to keep that in mind, too, as you look at these odds and, and preview uh, the championship for 2021-2022. Great point by you, Pritch. And again, we're gonna we're gonna have the draft coming up here, the 29th. So I'm still uh, dusting off and getting ready all my prop bets with the draft. But that'll be the next big betting thing to uh, to get ready for. But you're right. To me, it's interesting to look at these numbers. But seriously, I'm not gonna bet any of these right now. I just yeah. think there's too many unknowns. You know, I'm saying, hey, the Clippers 18 to one look good. Now you got me scared that Kawhi might opt out. So there are the, <laughs> all these different machinations here that could really affect these numbers. So I think 
you're in a position where, hey, write it down, you know, make an Excel spreadsheet a month from now, see if they moved at all. Let's see if there's any big trades coming on the pike. I'm, I still say Damian Lillard. That's a big shoe that I want to see if that drops. They bring in Chauncey Billups to take over as the head coach. Is that enough to keep Lillard, uh, Lillard, Lill, uh, Lillard there? Say that 10 times fast, Bridge. Uh, does he go to the Knicks? I've heard that bandied about. A lot of uh, you know stuff up in the air right now. I think it's too early to bet these numbers, but it sure is intriguing because a couple of these look pretty good. Chauncey's my uh, Colorado Sports uh, Hall of Fame uh, uh, classmate right there, Josh. So uh, <laughs> he's convincing. He's a very convincing person. So we'll see what he does as a coach and see if he can keep Dame there. Uh, moving on to the MVP odds for next year in the NBA. Luca is plus 400. We've got Joel at um, plus 700, Durant plus 700, Giannis plus 800, Steph Curry plus 800. Uh, any names jumping out there to you right now, Josh? To be honest, Doncic, I feel like has a great opportunity here. He is, you know, obviously the favorite. He's pretty chalky. And again, like plus 400, mm-hmm. next guy's here at plus 700. It's not like he's, you know, he's pretty much far and away uh, considered the MVP just based on the odds makers right now. I'm sure he's going to take in a lot of action. Another year in the league. Uh, again, can he get any help, Pritch? I think that's really the key. You really need to bring some guys around Doncic, some shooters, maybe another big man, make it a little bit easier on him. But I totally respect him as the chalk favorite there. I'm going to throw out Trey Young, 18 to 1. Okay. I just think that this guy, the sky's the limit with this guy. His shooting, uh, incorporating his teammates, what we saw, the leap he made in the playoffs this year, 18 to 1 to me is a decent number to, to get down on. Uh, and I know, uh, I know our colleague JVT, who was banging the drum with Harden. MVP mm-hmm. 25 to one. He made a run for tough. it. He did. And again, before he got injured, you know, he might've cashed that ticket, but uh, it's tough for him. One of those big threes. Cause you can say, Hey, they're really good. He can take one of those guys off that team. They're probably still going to have a, you know, uh, a number one seed or a number right. two or three or something like that. Uh, but to me, young is intriguing. You know, Jokic defending MVP 15 to one. But what do you think, Pritch? Any of those names uh, jump out to you? Ooh, Steph Curry. I, I mean, I think Clay's going to be better uh, or back. Uh, he's going to be healthy. That's going to help out, certainly. I mean, how do you uh, gloss over Giannis? I mean, the guy's incredible. I think he's just <laughs> discovered uh, a new level for his game as well. Uh, Joel Embiid, if he can stay healthy, is always intriguing. Trey Young, I like that pick by you, uh, 18 to one too. Depending on what the Hawks do uh, in the offseason as well, there's a lot of intriguing names here on this board uh, with some pretty good values as well. I'm right there with you, Pritch. And again, you know what what happens with Damian Lillard? He's mm-hmm. 11 to one. Anthony Davis, who was injured, uh, can he get back to his regular form? I mean, LeBron, you got to respect LeBron, 11 to one. He's getting up there in age. <laughs> yeah, do injuries start to He's creep up? Movies. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And by the way, Pritch, have you seen uh, Space Jam yet? I, have I think not. we got. Did you take the Toon Squad minus four? What's going on? <laughs> no, I have not seen that one. I haven't seen the original one with uh, MJ. So I'm behind the times on when it comes to Space Jam. Uh, how about the National Football League? We got training camp. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, in particular, uh, made some uh, press. I uh, had their press conferences today, certainly. But uh, NFC East passing totals. Uh, let's get to these, uh, Josh, because we got Dak who I think a lot of people have on the radar from an MVP type of season, uh, 47, 75 and a half passing yards, 32 and a half passing touchdowns for Dak. Yeah. Give me the over for Prescott okay. here, Pritch. I, I am concerned again, coming back from an injury. That's always something that uh, you kind of got to say, Hey, is that going to be uh, an impediment or, you know, how is he looking? I think you're kind of in a situation with Prescott, similar to Joe Burrow coming off these big major injuries, but I like Prescott quite a bit, Pritch. I think that offense, 
the, the issue with Dallas is not their offense. It's their defense. And mm -hmm. they try to address it with, with Micah Parsons there and uh, maybe getting a couple of these guys back. But to me, Prescott, uh, remember the last time we saw him, you know, he's a guy who can throw for over 5,000 yards. You added CD lamb. You still have a great offense here uh, with Cooper uh, and Gallup. And you're also, I think a great point by you in yesterday's show, buying low on Zeke Elliott, right. a guy who had a really bad offensive line and uh, was, you know, playing with, you know, kind of backup quarterbacks there that really there's no threat of passing. So they could just key in on Zeke. But I think Prescott, as long as you see, um, you know, good, good strides here and good rumors out of training camp that he's looking good. He's mm -hmm. looking strong. He's looking healthy. To me, can he throw for uh, 4,800 yards or more? I think he can in that offense. And again, I think you're getting a lot of shootouts with Dallas, some high-scoring games. I think Dallas is a team that we may have to target with some overs uh, throughout this season, Pritch, especially playing indoors at Jerry World. So I'll take the over there. They could be down in some games. You could be in some shootouts. You got a great offense. Uh, I think the over is a play for me. But what do you think, Pritch? Anybody you're targeting? I like the over right there, too, with Dak. Uh, their offensive line is going to be healthy. Zeke, I think, needs uh, redemption. Uh, he's leaner, uh, maybe the right attitude because there's no offseason issues with him uh, coming into the season. Uh, also, I'm looking at Kellen Moore because he had a chance to go back to Boise State to be the head coach there, but he declined that to stay in the National Football League, Josh. So that implies to me that he might be on some list in terms of another head coach, a young head coach. So if he can do some wonders with his offense, Kellen Moore, the offense coordinator uh, with Dak, and I expect him to do that, trying to get a head coaching job in the National Football League, 47, 75 and a half. Yeah, I look at the over as well. Yeah, it's always a good point, Pritch. Again, you, you got your eyes on your team right now, but the better you play, opportunities down the road can open up. So right. great point by you. Um, the other guy I look at is Fitzpatrick. Okay. It's magic, Pritch. You know I'm a big uh, WFT fan over here, Washington football team. I love their defense, uh, the youth, even adding you know a guy like Jamin Davis here, the linebacker that I think is going to really benefit them, especially their front seven. But offensively, you finally got a quarterback there in Washington. Mm -hmm. Maybe the first since who knows RG three when uh, when he had that incre incredible rookie year. Fitzpatrick is a veteran. He's changed teams before. Uh, he knows what it takes in the NFL to succeed. Obviously, journeyman guy who's again, you know, uh, I don't think you're gonna expect him to put up Tom Brady numbers. But I think their offense is kind of sneaky under the radar. You know, you have guys like McLaurin. You added uh, Curtis Samuel. You know, they've made some moves here. Gibson in the in for a running back. I think this guy, you know, he'll throw you some picks, Britch. You got to deal with that. Uh, but pushing the ball downfield, no concerns there. I'd look at also Ryan Fitzpatrick, uh, get you 39, uh, 30, over 3,900 and a half yards there. That could also be intriguing. I'm hesitant about him for this reason. There's a reason why he's been on, what, 11 teams? Am I accurate <laughs> with that? 10 or 11? It, that it, sounds right. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I'm in the vicinity. How about that? Uh, but he's a guy, why is he floated around? And, okay, now he's going to be the starter. You would think he would have had opportunities to do that before. Uh, and I think Washington desperately needed a quarterback, and he fits the bill right now. But um, I'm hesitant right now with Fitzpatrick as a full-time starter because I'm just wondering why throughout his entire career hasn't that taken hold or, or, or hasn't that opportunity, he'd been able to seize that opportunity and capitalize that way. He's had some flashes, certainly, uh, but the consistency as a starter just hasn't been there. Yeah, you're right, Pritch. And I kind of feel like, and again, that worries me if you want to take that over. And remember, it seems like Fitzpatrick, he gets off to these really hot starts and then tails off a bit. I remember yeah. a couple of years ago with Tampa Bay, remember he had like back-to-back 400-yard -back passing mm -hmm. games? He set some kind of record like that, then he tails off. Uh, but again, maybe they're not going to have to ask him to do as much right. with that great defense in Washington. Yeah, nine teams. I knew I was in the vicinity. We're close. Nine teams. Yeah, it was close. Oh, that's a lot of teams, though. 
good grief, that's a lot of teams for Fitzpatrick. Now, we're going to continue with the National Football League when we continue. We mentioned training camp has begun the Dallas Cowboys with the press conference. It's always exciting when you see everybody mentioning the start of the NFL season. How about NFL East, NFC East rushing totals? We'll get to those next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Football season is right around the corner, so it's time to get into BetMGM Sports Nevada, the premier sports betting app. BetMGM is all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much more. Just download the app, stop by any MGM casino on the strip, have that state-issued ID, open an account, start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love the technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 1-800-522-4700. Welcome back to the show. Betting Across America, Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. Uh, Josh, sticking with the NFC East, uh, what rushing totals here. So Saquon Barkley, he's going to return. We don't know when, though. 
Uh, he's been kind of coy with when he's going to return off of that ACL injury. Uh, hated to see that for a player like that for the Giants. His rushing yards total 1150 and a half. Rushing touchdowns nine. Where are you with Saquon? I'm going to go under Saquon here, Pritch. I'm concerned about Saquon right now. I think to me this is also just in terms of uh, betting perspective and way to approach. It's kind of like a contrarian play with Saquon. You know, you remember him as uh, this guy who took the league by storm, had two great years, uh, had some injuries, really didn't play much of last year. But it's kind of player that, you know, if you walk into a bar, everyone's high on Saquon. They got a Barkley jersey, Pritch. They want to bet Saquon. They want to have him have a, have a bounce back year. But to me, it could be a situation where the, like the number is a bit inflated at this point. And also the questions about uh, his injury, how he'll bounce back. I mean, I'm seeing tweets that they're asking, will you, will you be ready for training camp? Will you be ready for week one? He's saying, I don't know. So again, we have one extra game this year, which is more time to cash these overs. But also the books have adjusted these numbers based on uh, adding another game here, the 17th game. So to me, uh, it's easy to say, hey, he'll, he'll easily you know, get you close to 1,200 yards. I wouldn't be so sure. I would be careful here. I, if anything, I would lean under, especially where we've seen uh, question marks about his health. To me, that's a risky proposition to take that over. I agree with that, too, because of the offensive line problems, too. I mean, we talked about Ryan Fitzpatrick, the many teams he's been on, uh, the many offensive line coaches that the Giants have had already with Coach Judge, too. What, what can you tell us about Coach Judge? I mean, you're familiar with him up there with the Patriots. Um, yeah, definitely, Pritch. So Coach Judge, special teams guy uh, who would uh, you know hang around with Belichick, learn from Belichick. But it's not just Belichick. He worked uh, with Saban, too. You know, this mm. is a guy that has worked under two of the best coaches of all time, arguably, arguably the best NFL coach and, of course, the best college coach here. So this is a guy, no nonsense. I think he learned a lot. Uh, about dealing with players and uh, just, you know, we're on to Cincinnati, the old phrase, as, <laughs> as Belichick used to say here, Pritch. To me, this is a guy kind of similar to Flores. I think, you know, for a while, there are a lot of these Patriots assistants, assistant coaches who kind of flamed out in other areas. I remember like, you know, man genius, Bill O'Brien, you know, right. it was okay for a bit there, uh, but never really made their mark. To me, I think you have your two best options for Patriot coordinators to do well. Uh, and again, don't get me started with Matt Patricia, even though he's back in New England now, Pritch. Uh, but Flores, Judge, kind of just no-nonsense guys who tell it like it is, are straightforward, uh, and just really would do what's best for the team. I think that's kind of the mentality that the Giants needed. And I think both in Miami and New York, you're starting to see that culture uh, start to break through. And I think if you like the Giants, uh, that could be a reason why, just the culture change there uh, in New York. Okay, what about uh, and Antonio Gibson uh, running back there with the Washington Football Club? Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, 1100 and a half rushing yards. He's got nine and a half rushing touchdowns. I don't know about that one. I'm inclined to go under there too. Uh, Antonio Gibson, though, 10, 25 and a half rushing yards. Gibson's a guy I'm really high on yeah. here, Pritch. You know, we've talked about it before, but had a great rookie year, rushed for 795 yards, electric, you know, a guy who can break it off and hit you a home run. Uh, to me, again, adding these more offensive weapons mm -hmm. through the air. And Curtis Samuel, to me, Pritch, I think is a big addition there for Washington. Uh, Going to take a little pressure off McLaurin. You have Fitzpatrick who can spread the ball around a bit. Uh, Gibson is an overplay for me. Uh, we also, you are, we're high on Elliott, which I agree with you. I would just keep an eye out for, you know, we have a list of players here in our rundown. We have a quarterback, Daniel Jones, 400 and a half year Pritch. He rushed for 423 last year. Uh, he's a guy who can scramble, who can remember what, what wasn't it last year? He had like a 70 yard gain. He it's ran out the, of steam uh, at Eagles. the end. Yeah. yeah against the Eagles there. So I think he's got sneaky speed and extra game. Can he get you 400 and 401 yards? I think he can. I'd actually lean over Daniel Jones. That one run puts you over though. If you, if you're yeah. going back hindsight with that, 
with this total. And then he tripped on a turf monster. A turf monster got him. But uh, I, I don't know. Daniel Jones, he's up against it, in my opinion, in terms of trying to be a quarterback. Will that mean he'll scramble a little bit more? Uh, he'll run around, tuck the ball? Maybe, maybe. But I think the Giants are looking for him to throw the ball around the field. 400 and a half rushing yards, though, for Daniel Jones. Yeah, lean over there, Pritch. We'll see okay. what happens, though. A lot of interesting props we can consider. He's a great athlete. They traded up to get him. A lot of people <laughs> thought they shouldn't have done that. Uh, we'll see if it pays off there for the Giants. How about Ryan Ballingy? How hot was he last week with the Open? He joins the program coming up next because we've got the 3M tournament that's coming up this weekend. That's next. football betting guides are coming soon and there is no better way to prepare for the college and pro football seasons our experts provide profiles of every team with advanced stats and power ratings plus best bets on season win totals division finishes and player awards each guide is only 20 bucks and discounts are available when you buy both now is the time to reserve your copy or sign up for vcin all access and get everything we offer for the entire football season Sign up now at vcin.com slash subscribe. Welcome back to the show. It's Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum, your host today, and happy to bring on to the program Ryan Balangi, owner of Golf News Net. Ryan, you were hot last week. How are you this week? Uh, hopefully it's hot. <laughs> I tell you what, the Open uh, was enjoyable based on the fact that you came on the show and, and gave us some golfers to look at. So thank you for that. Uh, this week we have the 3M, uh, a deep competitive field, I think. So I was looking at top 20, top 10, top five finishes. Not a lot of value, but does any name uh, in particular stand out to you? Yeah, on the top 10 side, I think you kind of reach a little bit this week. I mean, Tony Finau is a name I like. He's played this tournament pretty well in the past. Uh, plus 110 on a top 10. Not crazy good value, but uh, probably a little bit of better of a chance than maybe even a matchup bet, maybe a little better juice than you would get in a matchup bet that you might fancy this week. Uh, he's going to be a, a minus play all week along in, in matchups. And then I think if you look a little bit at some of the favorites outside of kind of those top, top players, I think Matthew Wolf gives you a little bit of value on a top 10. He's the only player in this field who is top 15 in both years of this event. So there's a little bit of something to that, a past winner here too, and rested, didn't play the Open last week. So he's got a little bit of uh, maybe extra pep in his step. And then I think you have to think about guys like Emiliano Grillo and someone whose line has moved tremendously in, in the last couple of days is Hank Biota, who's been in the top 15 in three of his last five PGA Tour starts and seems to have kind of become a hot pick this week. Ryan, let me ask you, you know, we've been doing a lot of shows together, and I feel like at one time DJ was always the favorite to win these tournaments. Then he was way down the list. Uh, which maybe could have been a buy-low opportunity. Now he's back to being the favorite, plus 750 to win the 3M Open. So what's your take on DJ? Is he now being overvalued once again, or is he there for a reason? You know, would you target him in maybe a top 10, top 5, top 20? Well, just your reaction overall and what you expect from DJ in the 3M tournament. Yeah, Josh, I think if you're going to play DJ this week, you got to play him to win. And I, I say that for the main reason that he gained so many strokes in weak field events. And if you kind of look at the span of maybe the last couple of months where he has struggled to kind of find that form that was so great 
late last summer and into the fall months when he won the Masters. If you kind of look at his play and you see the bright spots, they're against weak fields. I mean, he pummeled the field in South Carolina at Congaree, didn't win, but played great uh, for most of that tournament. And he seems to kind of be getting his way back toward maybe that, that kind of level of play just in time for the FedEx Cup playoffs. So I think if you're going to make a DJ play this week, I think you got to get in on him to win. Speaking of Ryan Ballingy, owner of Golf News Net, you can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Ballingy. Uh, so these other names on the board, too, you got Sergio, you got Bubba Watson uh, to win here at some pretty decent prices, too, uh, Ryan. So when it comes to golfers like that, this course, is it set up for their game or are these guys out there trying to tune up uh, for another tournament or, or certainly uh, or are they looking at this to try to win this tournament this week? I don't think this is necessarily a setup tournament, especially for guys like Bubba and for Sergio. I mean, they're top 50 players. They're, they're going to be okay in terms of status. Uh, Sergio hasn't played particularly well this year, but I feel like this course actually does set up well for someone who's a bit imaginative, and, and those two guys are fairly imaginative players. Bubba has played well of late, obviously had a huge heartbreak in letting the Travelers Championship go right after the U.S. Open, so I, I think that still stings a little bit for him. Uh, Sergio has just... He's just so variable from week to week. It's really hard to get behind him on a win bet. But I wouldn't mind looking at him on a top 20 bet this week. You're not going to get a lot of great juice on him for a top 20 or a top 10. But it's it's enough to back Sergio. I mean, if you can get him at a, you know, a plus 300 on a top 20, something like that, that's, that's a pretty good number for Sergio. But I, I think this field is really set up strangely because you've got some high-tier guys. You've got DJ, Lou Yu, Tazen. Patrick Reed, and I, I think I'd throw Matthew Wolf in that mix. And then you've kind of got that next level of player that you, you want to like, but you can't really trust. So do you throw a win bet on them, even though you, in your heart, you know better than to trust them? Yeah. Ryan, you know, look at the last two uh, tournaments here, 3M Opens. You know, we had some long shots cash these bets. Imagine if you had, you know, last year, Michael Thompson, 100 to 1. Year before that, if you had Michael Wolf, 125 to 1. I mean, talk about an epic hit if you had those. But uh, just the fact that, hey, are we going to see another uh, unexpected player here down the list? And if so, any of these names, you know, 100 to 1, 125 to 1 that maybe are worth taking a flyer on? Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, Matthew Wolf winning at 125 to one turned out to be not so surprising in retrospect, but at the time for him to win so early in his professional career was certainly a shocker. And then for Michael Thompson last year, surrounded by a lot of good players, including including Tony Finau on this leaderboard, and just he broke through. I think one really interesting guy to think about super way down the board is Bo Van Pelt. Bo Van Pelt played in this tournament really well last year, and frankly, it was one of the only tournaments he played well in last year. And the only reason he still has any kind of measure of status in this PGA Tour season is because of the extended nature of it. But he showed up really well in the Barbasol Championship. He seems to maybe starting to figure out what it's like to be a good PGA Tour player again after so many years hampered with injury. So I think if you want to dig really deep on a top 10 or even an outright win, I think Bo Van Pelt's probably my guy I'm thinking about, but if you want to go a little bit shorter, a little bit more rational, um, I, I think Joseph Bramlett has played some really good golf of lately and he's had chances to contend. And this is kind of one of those tournaments where it's almost kind of like a corn fairy tour event. You've got to get to 20 under that. That is the number you've got to reach. And that's something that Joseph Bramlett has a lot of experience playing on the corn fairy tour. He struggled with, with the PGA tour level, but in these tournaments where you got to go low, I think it, it helps these guys who struggle a lot to keep their card. 
See, that's the kind of information we value here on Betting Across America. Ryan Ballengee, owner of Golf News Net. You can follow him on Twitter at Ryan Ballengee. Unearthing Bo Van Pelt. I love that. Thanks a lot for your time today, Ryan. That was awesome. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. You too. Take care. That was great. Uh, I, I don't remember Bo, Bo Van Pelt, to be honest with you, Josh. How about you? Uh, uh, me either, Pritch. Maybe this is Scott Van Pelt's brother from a bad beat mother. <laughs> I have no idea. But, uh, hey, it's always great to have Ryan on because yeah. we can just wind him up, let him go, and uh, he did a great job last tournament. So I uh, hope you're paying attention to that segment. Could be some winners there. You know what? I'm going to take a look and try to find a Bo Van Pelt to see if I can see where he's at right now. He's deep on the board, like I said, well, like Ryan was talking about. But uh, this is that type of tournament. I asked uh, Ryan, uh, Ryan that question about uh, a tune-up for the playoffs because Dustin, DJ, had mentioned that. It's a chance for him to kind of get a tournament in because he hasn't played that much and try to get ready for the playoffs coming up. Great point. And Louis Oosthuizen, remember mm-hmm. that guy? He was almost he was neck and neck there to win at the la- at the Open. Right. He's playing again. He's number two. Does he bounce back? I'd keep an eye out for him as well. Okay. We continue with excellent guests with great information. Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer of ATS.io, Major League Baseball, coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, Somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts, if you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. No one raises the stakes for MLS action like BetMGM. Sign up for the BetMGM app using code VSIN100. And if your first wager is a $1 Moneyline bet on the New York Red Bulls or Toronto Football Club, you'll get $100 in free bets if either team scores a goal. If you're betting in Pennsylvania, you'll get $100 in free bets if the team you bet on wins. So download the app today. It's a new customer offer, paid and free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be at least 21. Located in Colorado, Indiana, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Nevada, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Washington, D.C., Virginia, or West Virginia. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem, 800-522-4700. Colorado, Nevada, Virginia, and Washington, D.C. 800-270-7117 for help in Michigan. 800-GAMBLER in New Jersey, Pennsylvania, and West Virginia. 800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. In Tennessee, call or text the red line 800-889-9789. In Indiana, it's 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. Welcome back to the show, Betting Across America. Mike Pritchard, Josh Applebaum with you today. And so is Adam Burke, host of ATS Radio, lead writer at ATS.io. Adam, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing today? Doing great. Doing great. Thanks a lot for your time today. Uh, we got the trade deadline coming up. I'm, I'm looking at potential impacts uh, that could happen here for the second half, whether they're divisional leaders or wildcard uh, teams. I mean, in the AL, for instance, Tampa, Oakland, Seattle. How about that with Seattle? And then the NL right now, you got the Dodgers, Padres, the Reds, and the Phillies. Uh, any of those teams that can make an impact with the trade deadline, in your opinion? Yeah, I think it's a possibility. I think you especially look to the teams that are very, very smart, very, very well run. I have the utmost confidence that Tampa Bay is going to do something that helps that ball club just because they always do. You know, they always mm -hmm. find some sort of intelligent way to improve their team, some sort of player that's maybe a little bit undervalued that they get on a really good deal, something like that. So I would fully expect the Rays to wind up doing something here. And I also think a team that you didn't mention, but a team that is leading its division right now, there's a lot of talk out there in, in baseball circles that the Milwaukee Brewers are going to do something very impactful here at the trade deadline. And I think Joey Gallo makes a ton of sense for that team. Great power hitter would give Christian Yelich a little bit more help in that lineup. Gallo is going to go somewhere wherever he goes. That team is going to get an impact bat right away. I think he's the best bat out there right now. Uh, Chris Bryant's probably going to go somewhere. He's another very good hitter. But I think that, that a lot of those teams in that wildcard hunt will end up being very, very aggressive here, whereas I'm not entirely sure outside of the Brewers that the division favorites wind up doing a whole lot. Adam, it's great to talk baseball with you once again. Now that we have, you know, hockey's been over for a few weeks now. We have NBA over. We have football only 50 days away. But really, this is if you grind baseball, this is the time right now where baseball takes center stage. So if you like baseball, this is your time of year. But I wanted to ask you about a division race here, Adam. I'm looking at the NL East. Look at the Mets and the Phillies. The Phillies are only uh, updated number here. The three games back of the Mets. 
you know, DeGrom's injury, what's going to happen here. I just wanted to ask you, do you have any faith in the Phillies maybe making a run at this division? They're plus 400 right now. Uh, Mets are minus 225. Who do you think is going to win that NL East? Yeah, you know, it's kind of funny. I have the Phillies at 9-1 to one from before the season, and I kind of thought it was sort of dead and buried. They weren't playing well for a while there. <laughs> now they get Aaron Nola back off the COVID list. Zach Wheeler's pitched very, very well. Zach Eflin is solid. That's a team I'm really interested to follow. I know Mike mentioned them, wondering if they might do something at the trade deadline here. I'm really intrigued to see what they end up doing, if they think that they can really make a run at this division. And frankly, I think that they should. I mean, I think the Mets are a very vulnerable team. I think the Phillies could make their way in there. I think the Washington Nationals could make their way in there. And in fact, I've seen their World Series price in the as high as 80 to 1 out there in the U.S. markets. So I think the Mets are pretty vulnerable. Maybe they ultimately win it, but I do think that there's betting value on either the Phillies or the Nationals. Probably believe a little bit more in the Nationals, even though they're a little bit further back than Philadelphia. But obviously, the next 10 days at the trade deadline could change all of that. You can find outstanding information at ATS.io. Uh, speaking with Adam Burke, uh, does an excellent job as Lee Ryder, also hosts ATS Radio. Uh, so, Adam, let's get to these games. you got Chicago and St. Louis. We just talked about trade uh, candidates. I mean, how do you cap these games? How do you bet these games when a number of players could be moved? Uh, right now, you got the Cubs on the road uh, catching uh, $1.15. Eight is the total in this game. Yeah, you know, it's it's really difficult to kind of look at the Cubs and sort of see where their mindset is because they played well in Arizona coming out of the All-Star break. But, you know, again, Chris Bryant's going to move. Anthony Rizzo probably goes. Craig Kimbrell will go. Maybe Javier Baez goes. Zach Davies is definitely going to get moved. So a lot of players kind of sitting on pins and needles there with that Cubs team. But I'm actually looking at the under here in tonight's game for a couple of reasons. One of them is Kyle Hendricks has pitched really, really well over his last 12 starts. 248 ERA for him, 388 FIP. He was awful in his first seven starts of the year. It has skewed his full season numbers in a big way, specifically his home run rate and his home run to fly ball percentage. He's been much better in that department of late. Only one homer allowed in his last six starts. So I think he'll wind up pitching very well tonight. And then Adam Wainwright. You know, Adam Wainwright's got good numbers for the season. But he's been very fortunate because 73 of his innings have been at home. He's only pitched 38 and two-thirds on the road. And if you look at Wainwright dating back to 2016, he has enormous home road splits, dramatically better at home, and it's not even close. This year as well, his slugging percentage is over 100 points lower against at home. So I think both of these offenses struggle here tonight. Both of these offenses have struggled all season long. And I do think that there is a degree of uncertainty with the Cubs, a little bit of gray area with them to where I don't know how engaged they are night in and night out. And I think if they struggle against Wainwright here tonight, could have a snowball effect down the line, especially as we get closer to the deadline. So I do like the under eight tonight, and I am probably looking to fade the Cubs more than back them here over the next 10 days. Adam, I'm right there with you. I really like the Cardinals today. You know, you look at the line move in their favor. They've gone from like a minus 105 pick them type game to now up to like minus 120. So big move towards St. Louis there. But I want to ask you, you know, we have a lot of day games. we got a lot of 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock games. There's only one big night game, uh, late game here, San Fran and the L.A. Dodgers. We've seen uh, exchange victories here. You had San Fran win the opener 7-2. to two. Dodgers uh, really climbed back and rallied yesterday, last night, to win 8-6. to six. Tonight for the rubber match, uh, we have Webb against Urias. And it looks like the, the Giants are taking in some money. The the Dodgers open as a big favorite, like minus 175, minus 180. They're all the way down to like minus 150 here, Adam. So a little bit of money coming in San Fran. Do you agree with that move? Uh, and do you have a play on this game tonight? 
I do agree with the move on San Fran. This is a very important swing game in this series because it's actually a four-game series at Dodger Stadium here. I think it's DeSclafani and Bueller tomorrow night. So that's you know a pitching matchup where I think we'll see Dodgers money come into the market for those looking at the overnights. But as far as tonight goes, you know Logan Webb is a highly underrated starter. I think he's a very, very good starting pitcher, a great addition back to the rotation for the Giants. And Julio Urias is a guy that, he really struggled going into the all-star break. I think there's a little bit of fatigue with Urias at this point in time. He's a guy that the Dodgers have really had kid gloves on for the last several years. Now they're kind of letting him go a little bit, sort of build up his innings. And I think he did kind of run out of steam a little bit before the all-star break came back, gave up four runs in five plus innings against Colorado out in Denver. Not a great spot for him. I think the giants are very live here tonight. I think Webb is much better than people realize I am not surprised to see the move on the Giants because, as I said, I think Webb and Urias are pretty comparable. But at the same time, as we've talked about on previous segments here, and as I know a lot of people have talked about, there's a certain level of disrespect for the Giants out there, particularly when they play the Dodgers. And we've seen the Dodgers take money in several of those head-to-head meetings. Today, we're not. So to me, with that wisdom of crowds and the sharp money that shapes the MLB market, I think you're probably looking at a spot where the Giants are extremely live tonight, and I wouldn't be surprised if they win the game. Okay, we got the White Sox at home uh, laying $1.55, Adam. Uh, nines a total against the Twins. Dylan Cease on the bump uh, for the White Sox. He gives them that depth with that rotation uh, and maybe saves the bullpen a little bit. What do you think? Yeah, you know, this is a line where we saw an initial wave of movement on the overnight and then saw another wave of movement here in the late morning, early afternoon hours on Dylan Cease. And I agree with the move to a degree just because I think the twins are a really bad baseball team. They don't look super invested. They don't look all that engaged and offensively. They're kind of dropping down the ranks a little bit in a lot of key metrics. The problem that I have with laying this number tonight is that Dylan Cease has been one of the biggest spin rate decreasers since that memo came out on June 3rd. And then furthermore, since they started enforcing it on June 21st. So I'm not always sure what we're going to get from Cease. I couldn't lay the big number. I did like the overnight line a little bit, but I was busy and wasn't able to get to it. I then saw this morning that it had moved. Now again, it's moved. So you know, not a play for me here, but again, the market's speaking loud and clear on that one. Adam, let's go to Buffalo for American League East. Uh, last question for you. Red Sox in Toronto. Seen a huge move toward Toronto today. They opened like minus 165. They're up to like minus 200. So big move toward the Jays. You got to like the pitching matchup for the Jays. Robbie Ray's been really good this year. Garrett Richards, you talk about guys when they take the sticky stuff away, they start to freak out. Garrett Richards is losing his mind over no more sticky stuff. What do you think about this one? Do you do you still like, you think, you think the Lions move too much where the value's gone with Toronto? Would you entice a Red Sox big plus money play? But also I'm looking at maybe the total. 10 and a half looks like it's going to 11 ball seems to fly out out of this, uh, this Salen field and the wind's blowing out. It's kind of a nice night. What do you think about this one? Yeah. You know, obviously Garrett Richards, as you mentioned, you know, since they kind of took away the sticky stuff, he's been bad. He's got a very shallow arsenal primarily throws only two pitches. And if you don't have one of them, it's hard enough. If you don't have both of them, it's extremely difficult. So I think Toronto's offense set up very nicely here tonight. I'll be curious to see what happens with Robbie Ray because Robbie Ray has really turned it around. The Jays have increased his fastball usage. He's walked a lot. He's got a much lower walk rate than he had early on in the season, but recently he's faced some teams that are very bad against left-handed pitching. The Red Sox, as we know, are a good offense against pretty much everybody. They're a top 10 caliber type of group. 
So there could be some runs here tonight. I think Toronto team total over would be something I would take a look at more than taking the full game or laying that big price with the Blue Jays. But again, as you said, I mean, this line's really run out here. And obviously the market paying attention to how much the Red Sox starters are struggling. Follow Adam on Twitter at Skating Tripods. Again, lead writer at ATS.io, also host of ATS Radio. Adam, outstanding. Thanks again for your time. Absolutely, guys. Have a good day. You too. Take care. All uh, right there. Josh, it's just a matter of time until these pitchers bring Coca-Cola and Pepsi into the dugout for sticky stuff. I'm, I'm, uh, I think it's going to happen. They'll do whatever it takes. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Fresh, we have to go back to the spitball, you know, whatever it takes. <laughs> right. Uh, <laughs> coming up, hour number two, uh, Josh uh, Applebaum's market update and also an update on a team that's a quarterback away. Benjamin Albright joins the program. Hour number two, coming up next. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started.